0: Amen. Amen. Saints. Every day that I live, I'll give him all the glory. No matter of the circumstances, no matter the situation, I will give him all the glory. That is truly a testimony if you do so, to give him all the praise and honor. I mean, when when things just don't seem to be the way you want them to be or people don't do the things that you want them to do, you still give him all the glory and the praise and give him thanks. That is truly a testimony of a vessel that is surrendered unto the Lord. Amen. The last time we, we shared, it was about whether God... And Jesus existed. And the week before we discussed sin, redemption, remission, sanctification and justification. I hope you have had a chance to review and understand the existence of Father God and Jesus Christ, as well as sin, redemption, remission, sanctification and justification, because without all of them, we are nothing. And can do nothing. Today let's scratch the surface of repentance. Because of sin. Because we have gone against what God desires for us. We should repent so we can be redeemed from it. When we repent. There are three things we should be ready and willing to do. One Turn from or stop doing it. Mm -hmm. Understand, too what we are turning from and why it's wrong. Three, replace it with something right. Too often, even after turning, people go back because they did not understand why it was wrong. And they don't find what's good to replace the bad. People are sorry, but they continue without help or understanding of the wrong done and end up in damage control. People quit momentarily, but because they don't understand why or replace it with life, it's very easy to fall back into the same habits. Remember the meaning of sin and what sin does. And remember who we are sinning against. Romans tells us we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. When it is all said and done, when judgment comes, the reward for your actions is death. Sin. Is an epidemic that can only be eradicated by the blood of Jesus. To refuse the vaccine means to accept death to the soul. Sin was passed on from one man and his name is Adam. Sin is removed by one man and his name is Jesus. Jesus not only frees us of this horrible disease, but he gave us everything we need to stay free. God's word makes us aware of the virus of sin. The word shows us where to find life and how to avoid sin. The word gives us the power to resist and cast out sin when it comes in our presence. While on this earth and in this body, the spirit of God brings what we need back to our remembrance. The spirit of God. Leads us and guides us in all truth. And by the love of God and the blood of Jesus, we are covered by his love and cleansed from all unrighteousness. When we repent, we are asking God to forgive us. True repentance is not because you got caught, but because you recognize the wrong and truly want to change it means we are ready and willing to do different. If we can understand this clearly, God can give us what we need to overcome. But make no mistake about it. Many things flesh is engaged in, many things flesh likes to do is sin and must die. I heard a minister say, when God speaks to you in your spirit, you must hear him in your mind and see and set your heart to understand so you will be able to see what he is saying. To clearly hear God, you must stop hearing you. The word of God and God's spirit can only help discern what is and what is not if we allow them to. When truth or wrong is made known to us, we must accept And make an effort to deny what flesh wants. How many know what area in your life that must die? If not, God's word and his spirit will reveal them to you. Look at Colossians chapter 3, 5 and 6. This is what it says. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil consumptuousness, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Mortify is to deny the craves of your flesh, the things that the body sees and desires from what the eyes and flesh has introduced to you. We must refuse to surrender to them. Verse six says, for which things sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. It is you. uh, Body or the mind in you that wants to desire, wants to do these things. You, your body, your mind desires to do these things. Look at first John two, five, 15 and 16. That's first John chapter two. Verse 15 and 16. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. Without looking at the pride of life, at least 75% of what you do or desire to do comes from the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. It is because of being attached to the love to the world. Let's just look at the lust of the flesh first. First lust means to have an irregular desire, a desire to gratify for the carnal appetite. There's nothing wrong with having a desire but when it's only to satisfy the appetite, when it becomes a selfish desire that is not needed, the desire goes from a wish and desire to a lust. One one writer explains it like this. It is the sensual and impure desire which seeks their gratification in people and strong drink. The lust of the flesh pampers the appetite of the body. The lusts of the flesh are the inner thoughts of man, which you can find more of these in Galatians 5, 19 through 21, which explains it very well. The inner thoughts you don't have to see, the inner thoughts you don't have to see to crave. However, the lust of the eye is a different story. Let's have lust having the same meaning, but now it is from the eye. The lust of the eye is the external thoughts. It is what is seen and given to the flesh to crave. It is coming from the things the eye has seen. The flesh does not know whether good or bad. The body does not know whether it can handle it or not. All the body knows is my eye has seen it and I want it. Smoking. Drinking and drugs are proof of the lust of the eye that the body could not and cannot handle. The lust of the eye can be a desire after anything from finery of every kind, fancy dressing and clothing, splendid houses from I gotta have it furniture to so and to to so and so has it and I want it. Also, expensive items you know you can't afford. The lust of the eye triggers the lust of the flesh. They cause arguments among spouses, churches, family and friends. It can cause separation and division. Remember, deliverance is not overnight for everyone. Depending on the person, the circumstances and the faith, we have victory. Because we have a desire to and to do and to repent. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Because we turn, God forgives and delivers. Deliverance is given to all that ask and believe. Let's go back to Colossians 3, 6 and 7. Because this it says, For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience in the which you also walked sometime when you lived in them. The things we have mentioned and talked about are the things that bring the wrath of God. They are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, uncleanness, and all the things it talks about in Galatians and Colossians. We have all at one time or another walked in them, tasted them, and lived in them. They are the things we have engaged in. They are the things that cause us to sin against God. Here is what we can begin to do. Colossians 3, 16 and 17, just dropping down 10 verses. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Look closely. What delivers us is the word of God. What can direct us is the word of God. What the spirit of God uses is the word of God. By the blood we are washed by the word of God. We are shown true repentance by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And from the point In receiving and believing the word, it tells us in verse 17, And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Repentance is not hard or difficult. It takes humility. Doing those things you did not intend to do, willingly, without murmur or complaint. Repenting is not a one-time deal. We are always learning things. Just like you continue to learn something about yourself, you continue to learn what you should not do. As the days and times change, the more and more the world becomes wicked and the more and more we must be careful and the more and more we must be ready to repent of something we might engage in. This is why we must One, watch and pray. Two, take heed to what we hear. Three, take heed to how we hear. And most of all, do as it says in Philippians 4 and 8. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And with that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.